Hello and welcome to episode 124 of Tea with Tammy. Sorry that I'm late. I lied. You know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you say you're going to be somewhere and you just can't be there. You know, if there was two of me, this would have just gone a, a lot smoother and on time. But there isn't two of me. And so you're getting the real me a day late. Let's get started. This episode is going to be a shorter episode just because the the next episode, which will be the final episode of the year, is probably going to be a bit lengthy. And so just to balance my my sanity out, let's just, you know, let's pace ourselves and let's let's dial back some. <laughs> because oh man, and these topics are they're so good, but I just don't have the time. I just I don't, but I have enough time. I just don't have all the time. So don't think I'm like, oh, I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. I'm here for you all just in a a smaller dose because you're going to get a really big dose next week. But okay, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. Let's talk about it. I am very torn because, okay, the, 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 the pretty girl in me, the young girl in me wants me to ride for Ashanti like all day, but like the hood, the hood girl the the hopeless romantic in me wants me to root for Keisha and I'm just like I'm so torn I like their music just in different eras of my life so I just caught on to Keisha on the way out of Ashanti and so their their music never were or I feel like competing at the same time of of when it comes to relevancy but ultimately I'm going to have to say my money is going to be on Ashanti. Ugh, that that's who I'm rooting for. That's who I have to go for. Again, it's the nostalgia in me that's rooting for her. Moving on. Um more serious topic. RIP Tommy Tiny Lester who um played Debo in Friday. We just went through our favorite Fridays. And I said that Debo was a better, you know, bully or villain in Friday than what I liked in the third movie, which was, you know, Damon. And so that's just unexpected, sad, my condolences. It's just, it's crazy how we almost have to have a section in the show for RIPs now, where it's just like, who do we lose this time? It's, it's sickening. It's, it's just so like, we're just so desensitized. And again, it's sad, but again, rest in peace to Natalie Reed. She, she was, um, in BAPS. She was one of the uh, sisters in the Cinderella version that had Brandy. I know her from the UPN show Eve. She, she did a lot of things. She was in Jason's lyric. Uh, I believe was that her? I don't know, but I just know that she was someone I like idolized when I watched her. She seemed like she had a big personality. 
She was a good time. She had a beautiful smile. And I felt like when she, when she was on screen, that scene was about her. <laughs> and so it's just, it's sad again to see another great star go, especially one, like I said, that I idolize. But it's getting a little crazy how the Friday cast is just drifting from us when it comes, you know, there was Bernie Mac in that movie, a Pops, you know, we lost him recently. Yvette Wilson, um, she was also in Moesha as Andel. And now Debo, like what is, oh, you know, start giving people their flowers now while they're still here because you never know what tomorrow holds. But moving on, um, I wanted to briefly uh, touch on unproblematic, cool white shows from then and now. Because I know I've said, you know, this is black content for black people by black people. This is basically FUBU. You know, it's for us by us content on Tiwa Tammy. But the white people be getting down on these shows. And so I am still very selective with the white content that I consume. Because if I feel like as I'm watching you all would be Trump supporters or and or if the actual actors in real life are just strongly Trump supporters. Like I can't, I can't watch that show. What is it? Rocks? Oh, not uh, Roseanne. I almost called it Roxanne. <laughs> Roseanne. I can't watch it because Roseanne herself was like, yeah, I'm diehard Trump supporter. And it's just like, what? How? I can't, I don't, I don't, I can't watch the show. I can't get past that. And so the shows that I'm about to list are, are giving none of those vibes. And so when it comes to like the unproblematic shows from, from then it's, it's, it dwindles, it narrows because as we get older, we realize how ancient people are, um, in the cast of our favorite shows. But I always loved Gilmore Girls. I'm not going to lie. That was a white ass show, but I watched it. I loved it. And I felt like it wasn't problematic. The people in the show, like I didn't feel like they would call me the N word or anything. Same thing for like Grounded for Life. I don't know if anyone watched that. That was white. That was real white. Reba. Reba always felt safe. <laughs> when I would watch Reba, I don't know. I just felt like these, these white people, I even though they have these strong accents, I feel like they still would not go as far to use the N word. <laughs> And then like when it comes to the talk shows, like Ricky Lake, white as hell, but she's cool. You know, Jenny Jones, I don't know if if y'all, if I don't know if I'm showing my age right now, but Jenny Jones was the homie. She was this white lady who had a talk show and she just seemed like she was cool. Very unproblematic. But when we fast forward today to 2020, the unproblematic shows that I like, The Undoing. Now I'm pretty sure that in The Undoing world, someone is a Trump supporter. But when it comes to like the show itself, it didn't give me any of those vibes. So that's why it's unproblematic for me, which, okay, really quickly, the undoing, the ending was just like so frustrating because the whole series, I'm over here guessing, did the dad do it? Did the son do it? Did the other son do it? Did, did the headmaster do it? I'm giving all these scenarios, giving, putting all these clues together just for it to be the one obvious person that they said it was the whole time. And me and in, in my head, I feel like, damn, I was giving these writers way too much credit because here I was thinking that they were going to take me on this roller coaster and drop me off feeling 
satisfied, but they, they didn't at the end. But it's still a good series to watch. The last episode, maybe not so much. Um, which is also this similar thing with Big Little Lies, same vibes it gives me. Someone is probably a Trump supporter on that show, but it does not give me the vibes of such. So I'm cool. Shameless. I feel like I feel safe with the with um the shameless family. They're very white, you know, except for the one the one black kid that they have. But although it's very white, they're also poor, you know what I mean? They're hustling. And so it's very still grounded. It's still very humble. It's not like the posh, posh white people. And then the movie that I just watched, Run. I don't know if anyone's seen that on Hulu. Okay, it's a quick thriller um, that stars this lady that's always an American horror story. I don't know her real name, but she's an amazing actress. Um, But it's on Hulu. It's called Run, R-U-N. And it's about this mom who is just, well, I don't Okay, let's call her a mom, air quotes. I don't know if I'm giving anything away, but it's about this mom (laughs) who's obsessed with being a mom. And it's just very creepy, uh, very sad, uh, very suspenseful, great acting. It's very white, but unproblematic for the blacks, you know? (laughs) And so um, if you're looking for some uh, different content to watch over the uh, holiday, winter, Christmas season, watch The Undoing, Big Little Lies, Shameless, Run. Those are my suggestions for the white shows. But of course, dive into all the other shows that we always talk about. You know, I've watched over and over Insecure episodes. Like I'm just waiting for the new season. I've I've watched every episode maybe three times. Same thing for Atlanta on uh, FX. I watched that religiously. Um, I just started the show on Hulu called Woke. It's a it's an interesting show. It has uh, some animated features, but with like real life people. So it's it's a blend of some things of animation, comedy. Um, it's very it's very black as well, because, again, the show is called Woke. And so that's that's also some uh, content that you can check out. But moving forward, um, I also want to talk about, OK, COVID-19 vaccine, right? Okay. It's coming, coming, coming to a, a grocery store, a pharmacy clinic near you. Um, now I, I understand both sides of the fence when it comes to taking it and not taking it. I know there's people who are like, of course you should take this COVID-19 coronavirus vaccine. You're, you're not only helping you, but you're helping people around you. And so it's, it's, it's a society thing. It's a, um, it's a, it's bigger than you type of mindset. But then on the other hand, people then argue, okay, uh, it's bigger than me, but then it's at the expense of me as well. If I, if I have this side effect down the line that pops up that we didn't know would happen, which, you know, is valid, which trickles into the, the next argument where people are like, whoa, whoa, why would I take this vaccine when it's had such a quick turnaround of being created? Whereas 
you know, with other diseases that needed vaccines, polio, measles, it took them years to confirm a, a safe vaccine. And you just want me to expose myself to this, you know, quick, this drive through vaccine y'all created in the back of someone's trunk that could turn me into a turtle. You know, I've heard it all. And then on the other end, people are saying, of course, it took them years to confirm a vaccine back in the day. They didn't have the technology that we have today. We're, we're talking 2020, not 1960. Of course, we should be able to, to create a vaccine because listen, if another country did it, we would be applauding them. We wouldn't be questioning them. And so now that we, we have the technology and the capability and the scientists to do it, you're going to deny it. And so that's, that's both sides of the fence. And I just want you all to know that I'm straddling it. Um, I'm, I'm not quick to do anything that the government tells me to, you know, it's just, I'm always going to give a side eye. Um, (laughs) but I am not so heavily driven by fear and conspiracy theories. I am, I am not that person. If you come up to me and you're like, oh, did you hear back in 1934, there was a, there was a town called Corona that had this, this breakout of diseases and no one survived. And turns out they all survived and the government hit, like they have this whole backstory that they, that they researched and went down a rabbit hole on the internet to find. And if you're that person to tell me that type of story, I'm going to tune you out. <laughs> about 30 seconds in to your your rabbit hole i'm going to be i'm going to be scrolling on my phone on instagram or twitter because listen again i'm not i'm not going to be driven by fear and then like paranoia i want to enjoy life and so that's the point that's my point for that but i want y'all to know that it gets better. I think 2021 is going to make more sense. And I just hope that we, we see the way and it's just a clear explanation for everything. And then we have a clear a decision for us individually on what we want to do. Um, because I am, I'm very confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to believe. It, and it's just hard that I don't want to trust my, um, my government, but I do want to trust science. And so if there's scientists telling me this, maybe I should believe it. I don't know. Here's another thing that where I'm just like on the fence about, and it might, it sounds weird, but it's true. I mean, I'm on the fence about the death penalty. Okay. Um, the death penalty is a topic again on my timeline due to, um, the, the recent execution. Uh, it's incredibly, incredibly heart-wrenching just because he he was you know claiming innocence brandon bernard he was lethally injected december 10th and a lot of people are outraged that the death penalty even exists till this day people say that okay let me explain both sides like i did covid and so on one side people are saying you know when when you're here you, we each have a ticket and when you have your ticket, you're supposed to do good things, um, contribute, have your morals, your values, live a good life. But if you're then taking someone else's ticket, 
disrespecting someone else's ticket, then your ticket should then be taken. And people have used the analogy of ticket with your life. And so if you're out here, you know, disrespecting lives and taking lives, then we should be able to do the same to you because you are a danger to society. Um, But on the other hand, our justice system has too often gotten it wrong. We say we've got the criminal, but do we? Or do we just have a person of color? who you say fit fit the description. You know, because since 1973, 156 people have been released from death row proving their innocence. 156 people who were on death row were released because they proved their innocence. So imagine how many other people are still on death row who are innocent because we already know how our justice system is set up. Not for us, right? But then, back on the other end, why why is Dylan Roof still alive? The 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 guy who shot up that movie theater. Why like why do they get to to live? They blatantly did it. They show no remorse. They admitted to it. But yet, they, there's no death penalty for them. Of course, it depends on state and federal and all this stuff, but it's just, it's just odd how the system works and in favor for some and not for others. Because I always feel like when there's a popular story about the death penalty, it's a person of color. (laughs) You would have thought it would have been Dylan Roof, right? But it's not. But it's not. Brandon Bernard instead, who you let other people tell it was innocent. And so... I straddle the fence where it's like these people who have blatantly did it, who show no remorse, who have taken lives, I feel like they don't deserve to live. But then again, our justice system gets it wrong a lot of the other times. And so I can't be a hypocrite and be like, kill this guy, but save this one. I feel like he's telling the truth. I can't be, I can't just do it when it's convenient. So that's another thing where it comes to straddling the fence. Oh, it just, it makes my brain hurt. Let's, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about new music, new music. Yay. Okay. New music. Um, man on the moon three kid Cudi y'all's King is back. Okay. I see y'all all the depressed people getting happy. I love to see it on my timeline. <laughs> Everybody who is, who's that weird kid, middle school, high school, who wore like, um, uh, galaxy shirts. I don't know what y'all like. (laughs) Everyone is just jumping for joy for Kid Cudi. Now I'm going to again, admit, I feel like I've said this on episodes before, but I am typically not a fan, but I am still going to tune in because I'm not that consumer. Who's just like, ew, I, I didn't like that one project from 10 years ago. So I'm just never going to listen to them ever again. Like, no, I'm not that ignorant. People change, people grow, people evolve. And my ears also change. Um, My perspective changes, my mood changes, my environment changes. I might now be a Kid Cudi fan and I just don't even know it yet. And so I'll get back to you (laughs) after I listen to this new album. But another um, other albums that dropped were um, Village Days by Terrace Martin. I'm a big fan of him. Um, He was a part of another big project. Or not, I wouldn't say big project, but another project that 
I loved greatly, which was um, Dinner Party. Um, another album dropped by Jack Harlow. Uh, that's what they all say. This is his debut. I mentioned this, uh, this album previously because of the cover art going, um, sparking conversation. I don't want to say going viral. It did not go viral, but, um, it sparked conversation, but I did actually get to listen to that um, album already. And it is, it, I like it. I like this Jack Harlow album. The only thing I will say that I immediately critiqued is that the remix still has Tory Lanez on it and I don't like it. Um, Jojo did a re-release, took Tory off that one song. So did Kalani. I thought we were going to follow suit, but I guess not. Um, it is the last song on the album is very buried. So I don't even know if people, you know, care to even listen to it, but I would have expected him to just remove the verse. Um, But also who dropped Ye Ali, uh, Private Suite 3. I can't wait to jam that. And then I can't wait to jam uh, No Explanations by Kamaya, you know, West Coast. I love her. I love her sound. I love her swag. And, you know, doing it for the female hip hop. So I can't wait to um, visit all of these projects and let you know what I think on the last episode of the year, which will be next week, where we talk about favorite albums of the year, favorite moments moments of the year, favorite artists and actors, maybe movies, I don't know, just favorites of the year. And I'm just incredibly excited because I just love reminiscing. I don't know, it's weird. I love recapping. I love outlines. I love summaries and I just love wrap ups. And so the next episode will be 125 wrapping things up for 2020. And just really quick before I go, Hey, if you're ordering online from a small business, local business, black owned business, hopefully if they have the option for you to pay through PayPal and you have a PayPal account, I would recommend you to pay that way. Um, just because it would be an easier dispute process if you, I don't know, let's say don't get your products after six months. Um, and so if that is an option for you, you're able to dispute directly with PayPal, who will most likely just refund you your money, just like how Uber Eats works. I don't know if you've ever just not gotten your food or your food is cold or something is missing. As soon as you dispute that, Uber Eats and DoorDash immediately refund you you. Uh, refund you whatever you're disputing and they don't they don't go through the hassle of back and forth of oh no you better prove that you it wasn't hot like no they make enough money for for them to just refund you your little twenty dollars and you know what they're gonna do the next time you order just raise the delivery fee and make that money back like what do you think this is (laughs) it's a business but um when it comes to ordering, please order through PayPal because they are just going to refund you your money. It's going to be a less um, gruesome investigation period of proving that you didn't get your, your merchandise. Unfortunately, in my case, I did not order through PayPal. I don't know if that was an option, but I did not choose that option for the product that I did not receive, which is a body butter that I ordered back in June. And so I had to dispute directly with my bank because uh, it was a debit purchase, but um, the process was still not lengthy. It still wasn't a gruesome process. Um, so I'm not too upset about that. I can't wait to um, be done with this, if you are a supporter of Tea with Tammy and you feel like this is just a ridiculous thing that I had to go through of just not receiving my product, 
and not getting a proper customer service in um, rectifying the situation and then having to dis- dispute this whole transaction in exchange. Do not buy from or support Honey Dip Cosmetics. They have wasted six months of my life. They have played with my money during a pandemic and I will not be supporting them moving forward. Um, again, I'm not here to just bash on other black people, <laughs> but I do not support bad business, which um, this company has done. And on that note, follow Tea with Tammy on all social networking sites. Just type in Tea with Tammy. Also, follow Tea with Tammy on all streaming platforms. Again, type in Tea with Tammy. And make sure that you're visiting the website, which is teawithtammy.com, to subscribe with your email for new weekly emails about content that is posted. Last week, I said I was going to showcase some Black-owned businesses, but I'm still waiting on a few packages, and so we're not going to do it quite yet. Um, But stay tuned for the other businesses that I've bought from that are Black-owned. And until next time, sip some tea.